Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College Sports. Today we are joined in the studio by a very special guest because he reoccurs on this show. Seems like once every three shows, but we need him this week. It's a big week for him and his team. Connor Hill, point guard for the Hillsdale College men's basketball team. Connor, thanks for joining us once again. Guys, it's great to be back. I love doing the show. Um, yeah, it's good to have you back, and we'll go right to it on Thursday. You guys play a very, very difficult Cedarville team, a team that you know can score the basketball like mad. It was about eight and a half minutes left in the game. You guys, you guys had already given up 60 points. You guys only allowed seven points the rest of the game. What was the key to turn it on defensively the last eight and a half minutes? Um, you know, they had really, uh, like you said, they were kind of killing us. They had 60 going in with eight minutes left. But then we kind of just, Coach Tharp called a timeout. We all kind of looked at each other. We just kind of, you know what, enough's enough. We just had to lock in. We uh, got in the gaps a little more. They weren't getting as many easy drives. Kind of forced them to shoot from the outside, and they missed, and we were able to board. One of the biggest plays in that game, actually I think the biggest play that really shifted momentum, was Trent Richardson. A uh, guy that doesn't usually score for you guys um, is in there for strictly his defense, and he throws back a putback dunk that just got that whole crowd on its feet, got your whole bench on its feet. I mean, talk about that play and how that kind of you know gave you guys some life and some energy. Well, I mean, Trent's always been an energy guy, but that play, you know, like in a scrimmage setting or a game setting, that was only the second time I've ever seen him dunk. And it was wow. one of the craziest dunks I've ever been a part of. You know, like with Pat and Austin, we get we get a decent amount of dunks. But his tip dunk was like he got up. And, you know, it's I, his head was at the top of the backboard. He's got these little tiny arms, so he can't really, like, elevate like this. So he just jumps really high and just – it was awesome. It was crazy. Dylan Lowry, uh, your counterpart in the, in the backcourt, uh, reaches 1,000 points. He's uh, one of 38 now chargers to reach that milestone. What's so special about Dylan and what a moment that he had on Thursday? What'd you think about the whole thing? I mean, Dill is, you know, he's kind of our, you know, if we need a bucket, you know, our, we go to our bigs throughout the game. He, but if we need a bucket, Dill's our guy. You know, he's been, well, you know, our leader all year. He's been our go-to guy for now two years, and he is really just incredible. And it was great for him to get 1,000. You know, he's so good, so talented. Hopefully that he goes overseas and has a successful career, but we're not done with him yet. We got some big things coming up, so. Then we fast forward to Saturday, surprisingly a tough game against Tiffin. I know it's the GMAC, you don't take anything for granted, but you guys, it's a team that you beat by 20-plus earlier in the season. It seemed like you guys kind of came out flat, and you were down 10 at halftime, um, ended up winning by 12. So what did Coach Tharp say to you at halftime to get you going? Um, the PG version. <laughs> uh, Coach Tharp, you know, basically just said it was kind of time for us to wake up. You know, uh, we knew coming in Tiffin was a very dangerous team. You know, despite their record, they can really score the ball. I think they're first in the, or second in the league in scoring. So we knew, like, we were going to have some issue, like some trouble with them. Um, but, yeah, coming out of halftime, we were pretty amped up. You know, he politely suggested that we start playing a little bit better. And we how did. politely? How politely? Uh, not there? very politely. Yeah, was, basically demanded. Martin said it. the PG version, so okay. I'm giving the very, very PG version. Yes. And then you guys come out in the second half, uh, outscore them what 54 to 32. Yep. Uh, just an unbelievable offensive outpouring, and Austin Yarian put on a show yeah, in the did. second half. Talk about sort of what what did did you see anything flip? Uh, and, and just Austin was like, okay, it's time for me to, to light up the scoreboard. Well, Austin, you know, he's a guy that 
he'll just kind of play and then someone will say something to him and all of a sudden it's just a snap mm -hmm. he so number 34 you know austin's playing still playing well it's not like he's not trying he's giving great effort well he said something to him i can't repeat but he okay. said something to him and austin looked at me he was like give me the ball i was like enough said <laughs> and you saw i think he scored 12 points in like two minutes it was something ridiculous yeah and then uh another guy mike travelos yes. trav Trav, you know, it wasn't, you know, he's hitting threes, hitting a couple pull-ups, but it was it was his defense. You know, he got a steal and a charge back-to-back -to, -back to start at the half, which just, once he did that, our momentum was sky high. And Trav, he's been playing great. And, you know, obviously it stinks that he got to play more because of Davis's injury, but Trav's been doing a great job ever since he got in there. Dude, so I was questioning this because it seemed like earlier in the year Trav was, was a three-point specialist. At what point does he transition into being a sharpshooter? Um, you're, so you're a three point specialist when all you, you mostly what you do is shoot threes. Okay. You're a sharpshooter just when you start making those. So once, mm. so you're a three, so like if you just shoot threes, three point specialist, but then if you make them, that's when you're a sharpshooter. So at this point, yeah, he's starting to make some, yeah. Amazing. Okay, yep. good. You are listening to Charger Rundown, Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, Martin Peterson, Jake Seavers. We are joined by Connor Hill in studio. Connor where would you rank this upcoming game uh, against Finley Saturday, de facto conference championship game, um, as far as like biggest games in your Hillsdale career, and then like in your entire life? Uh, I was telling my, I have my mom and my sister in town, and this is the biggest game I think I've ever played in. You know, I played in a state championship game, but like I wasn't really a huge factor, so I didn't have a lot of pressure. No, this is the biggest game. You know, for it's at Finley, our rival. We haven't won there a lot except for last year. And then, you know, like you said, it's for this conference championship, so we're excited. Yeah, and Croy Gymnasium, I mean, it's it's seriously – I mean, I'm sure your high school gym was bigger than Croy, but yeah. they just filled that place every single time, and it's just such a hard place to play. And it's not even like with their students. Like, it's they it's, don't have a huge it's student like donors. Section. It's all donors. <laughs> you know, it's all just, you know, people, like elderly people just coming after you. It's unbelievable. It's the one of the craziest things to experience. You ever get heckled in Croy? Oh yeah, all the time. What's the worst thing that you've heard that you can talk that you can repeat on the um, airwaves? I was I, I shot a free throw last year at their place, and it was kind of rattling around, and I kind of looked at the ball and like scream get in, and it fell in, and the guy scream that doesn't help your crappy free throw shooting and i was like come on man i was like back up wow you should have said something like grabbed your cane old man yeah i was like, like come that. on hobble off the court there buddy <laughs> no that's just super exciting i mean to think about the opportunity that you know you don't see this a lot like in the regular season the last game of the season come between two teams playing for the regular season championship i mean what's the mentality going into the week it, I, I know you guys have a championship mentality every single week but i mean clearly i mean intensity starting tomorrow is going to be way through the roof oh yeah you know uh the main thing is going to be you know we've hung our hat on our defense all year it's going to all be all about our defense going in um a lot of this week's going to be about like you know getting us healthy um we're a little banged up as everyone is this time of year so just getting a little healthier um throughout the week and then uh once about middle of wednesday hits then we really start locking in on finley and what they do well and hopefully you know, we can stop some of that stuff. Would you guys say that you're thankful for having a full week off between games? Oh, yeah. You know, it's always kind of nice um, when, you know, we played two tough ones with Cedarville, and like you said, Tiffin was close too. So it's nice to kind of take a deep breath a little bit and kind of rewind before you start going to play a big, good team. Yeah, I was wondering about that too because 
you know, some especially in baseball, you know, talk about every team that makes it to the World Series, they'd rather play seven games in the championship series than move on to the World Series because that time off kind of hurts their rhythm. You don't think that's going to be a factor at all? I mean, you guys, I mean, it's it's different in the sport of basketball for sure, but I mean, still. I mean, you kind of go a long time without playing a game, and then you have to jump right into Saturday. Do you think that will affect you guys at all? Or No, I don't think so. Like you said, like baseball, I also feel like it's a lot more of like a rhythm sport. Like, okay, like I'm hitting really well. I'm pitching really well. Basketball, I think it's, you know, you know more. It's definitely a rhythm sport, but like I think it's easier to practice and like get into like your rhythm through practice than it is in baseball. So I don't think it will have an issue with that. Talking to Connor Hill on Charger Rundown here on Radio Free Hillsdale. 101.7 FM talking about the big upcoming match against the Oilers. Um, listen, I think if you guys win this game, I mean, obviously it's going to be awesome that you guys get to host the GMAC champion, the tournament. Um, but I also think that's going to do another thing. I think that for me, especially, I think you got to at least consider Pat Cartier for player of the year. And, and I'll tell you why. I just think that the presence that he brings every single, I mean, Teams defensively are scrambling against him all the time. And I think his numbers are a little low, lower than most just because he, the way you guys run the motion offense, you guys get so many open looks for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, if I just think Pat is so dominant. And as a freshman shooting 65% from the field, the tomahawk dunk he had Saturday, Connor. Yep. I mean, the kid is an absolute animal. Will he win player of the year? I don't know. Probably not. He's a freshman. He'll win freshman. If he doesn't win freshman of the year, I mean, you might as well cancel. You yeah. might as well cancel the world. <laughs> I mean, that's trash. But talk about what Pat's meant to your team this year. I mean, as a freshman, the kid truly is a special talent. I mean, you guys have seen it. Pat is. I mean, you know, we have a bunch of really good players, and anyone can do it on any given night. But Pat is our de facto best player as a freshman. You know, he's got almost. He's got. I think almost. He has over four hundred points. I think he has a chance to get to five hundred points in one year. Um, like you said about the player of the year thing, you know, there's a guy down at Ohio Dominican, yeah. the point guard in Finley. I don't know about all, like they've both had great years as well, but my vote would be for Pat. Pat has, you know, he's kind of the catalyst when we need something. It's like, all right. Get, and like you said, he's an animal. He's a beast. That's why there's a reason we call him beast. It's because he's, he's just completely different than anyone else we've ever had here. Could you see that coming up uh, last year when he was red shirting just in, in practice and things like that? Was he that good yeah pat was the best player last year during practice on our team you know we had an all-conference guy nick zarnowski who nick czar was dominant Mm -hmm. you know really really good big and pat and him would go toe to toe and pat was you know he was a 18 year old kid and weighed 20 pounds less than he does now and was still just him and czar were going at it every day and i think it really helped czar and now it's you're kind of seeing he's put on more weight we're talking about pat and now he's starting to be probably, you know, one of the top two, three bigs in the league. I think part of Pat's development this year has been a lot to do with Yari and as well. I mean, Yars passes the ball exceptionally well. And last year, you know, he, between him and Gordy, you know, he was kind of the guy that between those two, I mean, obviously Zara was posting up down low, but when it was just him and Gordy, you know, Yars was the guy on the block getting the most of the post-ups. This year, Yars has kind of been feeding and working off of what Pat's been doing. I think that's, that's a testament to what Yars can do as a player and also just how valuable and how deep you guys really are. Yeah. I mean, Yars, you know, he's probably the best passer on our team. Um, you know, he averages, I think two, three assists a game, but it's not even that it's his post feeding to Pat. Like you said, you know, he, Pat seals a guy and just Pat, the way Yars gets him the ball sometimes it's unbelievable. And they work so well together, you know, Pat feeding him, Yars feeding Pat, 
just cutting off each other. They're unbelievable together. What do you think about the the high low offense for you guys this year? I mean, just I mean, the it's bread been, and butter. Right? It's been great. You know, like it's been working. Um, it's hard to guard because you kind of know it's coming, but when you have you know as four deep, really good bigs like we do, it's going to be hard to stop. With Pat's development, has there been I uh, I don't know. Since he's so young, has it been sort of strange having such a young guy being such a huge leader and a huge force on the team? Um, you know, it's not because Patty, you know, he doesn't like think like, oh, yeah, like I'm the best player on the team. You know, he's super humble. You know, he said something the other day. He was like, I kind of feel bad sometimes when I score because you guys give me all these good passes and then I just score and everyone's like, oh, I'm like, we're like, Pat, there's a reason why we pass you the ball right there. So, no, it's nothing like we're not strange. Like, he's not. Hum, like super braggadocious about it so it makes it pretty easy just having him on the team even though he's a young guy you're listening to charger rundown on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm we're sitting down with connor hill guard for the hillsdale men's basketball team connor it seems like if you guys can shoot well no one can touch you who's the best shooter on your team Ooh. oh Ooh. man getting a little spicy um, in the stew so Dylan's a thousand point scorer. Trav's been shooting well. Austin's are probably our streakiest shooter. Mm-hmm. I'm a clutch shooter. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it to our freshman though, Cole Now. Really, Cole? I think Cole Now's got the best stroke. He on wasn't team. hitting earlier, but he has been hitting some big shots oh, yeah. recently. He, That's what I've heard. He can so, shoot the um, ball. So I would say Cole. I would say Jack Golkey's on there. Obviously, Mike and Dale are on there, but I, I'm gonna give it to Cole. Wow! Shout out my boy Rufus. He, he uh. You know, as a, again, we talk about Pat being young. I mean, Cole's a true freshman, getting variable, very meaningful minutes for you guys when you know you and Dylan needs a break, and he defends really well. Oh, yeah. I mean, what it's like having a guy like him coming off the bench? Oh, it's great. You know, it's you know when he and I are in together, we switch a lot because it's kind of like it does. We don't really care who guards the best player, the worst player, the in between guy. Um, and like you said, he's hit some big shots. He can really stroke it, and defensively, you know, he's kind of been our best perimeter defender all year guarding the toughest guys you know I kind of start on them and when he comes in I'm like hey Cole you got him because Cole is a really really good defender and so you know he makes my life a whole lot easier makes our whole team's life easier listen Connor so at at this point in the year it's late in the year you've got one game left in the regular season Mm -hmm. are you guys loose in practice or are you all tighten it up ready to go or I mean you, you see guy coaches like Pete Carroll, who they just have a really fun practice atmosphere, or, I don't know, Bill Belichick, he's sort of like the go-to for being serious, do your job. What what does your practice look like? Honestly, we're kind of a hybrid of that. You know, we do some fun things. Like, we do this thing day before a game. It's called Find Your Favorite Line. And during practice, you have a line you go to every day before a game, and you jump around on it, and, like, music's playing, and you have that. And, you know, we have music playing while we're stretching, we're talking, we're laughing. And then the minute, like, we start playing defense or offense, it's stone-cold serious. We're all locked in, ready to go. So it's definitely a hybrid of those two, I would say. Are there any conditioning drills at this point in the year that just everyone groans when Coach Tharp says this word? Um, You know, at this point, it's not so much about conditioning. You know, we don't really – we're not running a whole lot. Mm -hmm. It's all about just kind of maintaining and, you know, working on what we need to do and doing our business, getting in and getting out. Okay, so I asked Dylan uh, last week, but when when the media timeout's just not coming, when there's no out-of-bounds and there's no fouls, oh. and you're in for four, five minutes straight, 
what is your mindset like? Are you just like, get me off this court right now or what, what's going on? Honestly, you know, you try to like, you're, you're not taking a rest, but it's kind of like, you know, you bring the ball up a little bit slower or like you go to make a cut and you're not cutting as fast and the defender's not guarding you as hard. And, you know, you're not, it's not that you're not playing hard, but it's like kind of everyone on the court's like so tired that there's an understanding that you're just kind of cutting a little slower, running a little slower. But no, you don't like, oh God, get me out. But it's like, okay, that media can come now. Like we're ready for it. Like, come on. And it's almost like, do I want to throw the ball out of bounds? And then you don't. And you just, yeah, no. So it's not terrible, but it can, they can drag on. What, uh, what's your guys' week look like this week? Obviously you guys, uh, practice tomorrow but then you get tuesday off right uh yeah i think that's what we're doing i mean that stuff can change just depending on what they feel um so yeah we're definitely gonna have a practice monday um you know go hard get shots up uh kind of work on us um have a lighter day tuesday off or go in on like you know by yourself get shots up lift whatever you have to do and then wednesday thursday friday we're you know we're full-blown ready you, to go do you guys uh like for this one game week will you guys get there friday night say the night or will you guys just drive up saturday morning um i think we'll get there friday night uh we normally don't go up the day of games i think we've done that one time all year and we lost when we did it so okay. we're very creatures of uh you know uh what's the word habit yeah habit thank you we're creatures of habit so like if we go do something and lose then we're trying not to do it. and then if we do something else and win then we kind of just keep going with that so what well i think we'll go up friday how did you get so good at a uh, just the pull up, you know, fadeaway jumper over people? Um, so in high school, we had a, one of like he was a year older than me. He was a starter. I was his backup, and he could really shoot it, but he never really shot that many threes. And so I'd see him. He'd drive and he'd kind of do this little double pump pull up. And so I started practicing it. And then I had an AAU coach who said, you know, I wasn't. Ta I was too. I couldn't jump high enough to dunk on anyone, and I was too slow to really get to the rim, so I better find something else I can do. And so he worked with me for hours, just, you know, different angles and, like, you know, come around the baseline and shoot in, you know, different spots on the floor. So, yeah, some fakes here and there. So it's really, I would say, the player that was a year older than me and my AAU coach just working on me with it. Is that your favorite shot? Um, it's definitely my best shot, I would say. Okay. Uh, my favorite shot, I love shooting threes. I don't shoot a lot of them, but when I get one up, I'm so excited. I love shooting threes so much. I, I was uh, I was chatting with Nate Nevue, and he was ragging on your, your three-point form or your, your jump shot form. Do you have anything to say to Nate? Nate Nevue was? Yes, Nate Nevue oh, was. I love Nate. Um, I think I'm a better shooter than Nate. That's all I'm going to say. I called I called your uh, jump shot pure, and he said that might be the first time Connor's ever heard oh, that. Nate uh Nate doesn't have the purest jumper himself. It's all right. We love Nate, but Nate wasn't Nate wasn't a shooter, so that's okay. I don't I don't I don't his opinion that doesn't matter to me anymore. Connor, you are a huge Chiefs fan. Are you still riding high from the Super Bowl victory? I'm, I'm never coming down. Yeah. I don't think the city's going to come down. You know, hopefully we can win it again next year, but the whole city is still just buzzing off of it. He's got the shirt on and everything, man. Look at that. Well, yeah, I knew I was coming on Charger Rundown. I had to look I nice. Had to I dressed, yeah, I dressed, well, for the, dressed for the occasion, of course. And it's shorts weather, so perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, we asked Dylan this last week, too. Uh, the NBA has been pretty fun to watch. It's and, been so much fun. And you as a Hooper, have you just enjoyed it? And Dylan was saying how he he's watched more of it this year than he really ever has, kind of because of Lillard. Is there somebody that you watch on the court that this year that you've just been like, wow, love watching this dude? Dame's kind of – Trav, Dill, and I, Dame's kind of our guy. So I love watching Dame. Um, 
Also, the new look Rockets have just been fascinating to watch because I'm not really a James Harden guy. I'm not really a Russell Westbrook guy. But just the PJ sp- Tucker. I'm a huge PJ. T- I love PJ Tucker. Why? What? What is it about him? He's a grinder. He's dude. six four and plays the center and just battles. And he's a workhorse and he's a corner three sharpshooter specialist. And he's just PJ Tucker's amazing. See, my favorite this season. Nobody says it. I. I love watching Luca play. Yeah, Luka's I love Doncic. It's kind of he's kind of been quieter though as of late. There he hasn't has. been as much media attention. Earlier, I definitely would have said Luca. But now I think Dame's kind of stolen. A yeah, Dame, Dame's I mean. been absolutely balling. Um, also, the Celtics because they don't really have a star. Tatum's kind of becoming the star, but they don't really have Kemba's a, like I'd say like a B tier star. So it's been fun to see them really you know amp it up. Who's your rookie of the year? Oh, Ooh. as a guard, you're gonna you're gonna go against Ja. It's, it's probably going to be Ja. I am a huge Duke basketball fan. So why? What Coach K is the best. He's the best. Everything I'd they stand for. Coach K is the best coach. I mean, Even but though also, he probably cheats. He's the best. He's never been caught. Every that's time true. they lose, he fakes an injury. Oh, that's literally true. It's, it's okay though, because at the end of the day, it's still the brotherhood. You know, the, what they do and the recruits they get, the gear they, everything Duke is. I'm about it. I love it. Even. You know, even when Grayson Allen was tripping people, I was defending him. Even when it was blatant, oh it was completely blatant. He was tripping. I'm still, so I'm a huge. So I want Zion to win it, but Ja probably should. I think that'll do it uh, for Charger Rundown. Yeah, and I don't think we have to play the game because he's already been a contestant. I know. I, I... Connor, we want to thank you so much for coming on our show again. Uh, they play Finley on Saturday at 3 o'clock, and we want to wish you the best of luck, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. It's always a pleasure. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. You are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.